I'm Kaya. And I'm Aspen. And we're burning the disco down. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to Burning the Disco Down. Another week. Happy Wednesday. Whew. Hope everyone's in a cafe right now. I do like sometimes think like, where are you? Yeah. I mean, people have said they listen to it on their commute to work, which I think makes sense. Yeah. That's when I listen. Like when I'm in the car. To our podcast or just podcasts in general? <laughs> <laughs> i edit this podcast and i send it out into the world and i never hear it I again i listen to it back some i don't listen to it when i upload it because i just assume that you've edited yeah, it well yeah, enough yeah. because i trust you but i always sometimes i listen to them after the fact yeah because i already like have listened to it if when i know I edit it's like it. a funny one i'll listen to it again for sure and i i do edit this podcast and laugh out loud to, by myself because we're hilarious yeah people. like it's we're so, so fun true. to be around it's so true <laughs> it's so true um but i hope everyone's having a good week so far i feel like this is like the worst time of year hopefully everyone's just hibernating and i feel like january's going by so slow yeah it is like why are we still in january and i know i'm gonna regret saying that when the year is flying by but like january is just so why is it like this every year i don't know it's always the worst months it's crazy i did see this tiktok though and it was like this girl and she was like i always hated winter like hated january with like such a passion and then one day someone told me that they like it because they like they use it to like hibernate and she was like I decided to change my thinking on it and like instead of being like oh I wish it was sunny so I could do this or like I wish it was warm so I could wear this she was like oh my god it's cold so I don't have to go out or like it's cold so I can order dinner in and she was like I love January now see yeah however if I don't socialize with someone for a couple days yeah like really unwell well I think she was like more in the sense of like Oh, and we don't have to, like, go out and go to a restaurant. We can, like, have a yeah. movie night or something. Yeah. Or, like, play a game. And I like that. Like, I like using January as, like, a time to just, like, relax. <laughs> you guys, Ellie's walking. Like, she's she's crawling around she's right like now. She's, climbing through my pillows right now, which she never does. This is very strange. She looks like she's, like, exploring a new she territory. Does. It's like she's in a new jungle or something. She's so confused right now. I wish everyone could see Ellie all the time. She's so cute. Also on the fact of ellie this week i've had her for two years <gasps> that like makes my heart so happy <laughs> she doesn't even know it no she's just <laughs> wandering around sniffing my pillows that she lays on every day i don't know what's what's new on them but do you think cats have like a sense of time like i read somewhere that cats have an iq of like a two-year-old kid like a toddler okay okay so i think yeah because like you know when you like leave for the weekend and then come yeah. back do you think she thinks you like went to the grocery store or no, do you think she I knows think she like because you I, were gone i think when she has to sleep by herself she knows oh because she sleeps with me every night so I think she's so cute so i think if she sleeps by herself she's like oh three nights since my mom left <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you could always hear her little bell in the background yeah if too. you can if you can ever hear the bell and you're not sure what it is just know it's my cat it's ellie she's she's on a, an adventure all the time um for those of you who can't tell who's who it's kaya's cat <laughs> it's my cat <laughs> this is aspen that's your reminder <laughs> your monthly reminder of who's who <laughs> and i'm the one in the profile picture i don't even know what we're doing in our picture i think you have the glasses on i have the mic in my yes hand. your monthly reminder yeah okay <laughs> starting with our first little segment the girls that live in delusion this is our life update when I tell you I am deeply in delusion this week. I'm just going to start at the beginning. <laughs> this week has been the, the past like three days have been like the most delusional days of my entire life. Yeah. And that's saying something because I'm delusional all the time. No, this is deep, you guys. This past weekend we went to Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> the south, We went to the south. And it was really fun. We... There's, like, literally no flights to Arkansas because, like, I don't really know who goes there. I think other airlines probably go a little bit more frequently, but Southwest literally has one direct flight a day. So we had to go really early and leave really late, like, so our trip was extended a lot. So we made the most of it. Like, we, we did a lot. Yeah, we were there for, like, a while. I feel like we were there the longest amount we've ever been anywhere. Yeah. We went out to eat, and everyone should follow our new TikTok account called Taylor Fest Eats. And we go to, like, a bunch of restaurants in every city that we travel to. We travel, like, every single weekend around the country. So we're like, we need to, like, start documenting this and, like, rating all the places that we go to. So that's what we did. So everyone follow Taylor Fest Eats on TikTok. 
do it for aspen she was really clocked in this weekend like if you see someone posting and writing an essay about like the restaurant it's me just know it's me she was like really clocked just in. know i'm the only one that has the login she to was that in her, <laughs> she, i have it in my phone somewhere but i never <laughs> logged in just know if you see a paragraph written about the ice cream shop that was me and that i did write a paragraph of, it was a very long paragraph <laughs> i think it was two paragraphs <laughs> I was really Aspen's passionate. Aspen's in her food vlogging era, so it's actually um, so fun. It is. I like watching them back. It's very entertaining for me to like go back and see what we got. Oh my god, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I, I watch them. Like, okay, good. Frequently, they're they're doing like pretty well too, considering yeah. that we have like ten followers. Yeah, they are getting like thousands of views. So, everyone, go look at that. Um, we got there on Friday at like two p.m. We discovered. Well, Kendra introduced us to this youtube account oh my god i forgot about this i think i blocked this part out of the weekend so much happened this weekend oh my god (laughs) it's called outdoor boys and (laughs) i don't even know if this is like something that you guys have heard of but i'd never heard of it they get like four million views so i know or i think it's 40 40 million million, sorry zero million views 40 million views which is like the whole entire world in my mind and I don't know who the target demographic is. We have no idea. It's us. It might be. At first, I was, like, kind of distracted, and I was watching it, and I thought it was, like, it's basically, like, this man who goes out into the wilderness, and I thought he was, like, trying to survive, but it's really just, like, him vlogging himself, like, camping. So, he goes on, like, weekend trips, and it depends on what trip he's going on. Sometimes he, like, brings some stuff with him, and sometimes he doesn't, and he, like, survives off of the land for the weekend, and it's the craziest thing, and he's, like, 45 years old. His name's Luke, Mm -hmm. and he has, like, three kids. He's married, but he goes on these trips and then vlogs the whole time and then posts them on YouTube. And it's not, like, I thought it was going to be, like, survival situation. No, he's just, like, but really it's like, camping. It's camping. It's the most uplifting, comforting, like, it's very content. Wholesome. Yeah, because it's just, like, there's no drama. Like, it's literally just, like, it's this just man. just him. There's not even another person. No. Unless he's bringing his kids. And but he's, like, like <laughs> he's, like, explaining what he's doing. He's, like, okay, now I'm going to cut this wood to, like, for this. And I'm going to go look for this fish to eat tonight. Yeah. And it's, like, an hour of that. So, you guys should go. <laughs> I don't know if we should recommend this. Like, it's very niche. It's but very once niche. you like get into it, some of them are kind of like bland. Like, it's just him like literally camping and going fishing and stuff, and like it's not very exciting. But there's some where he's like literally building a log cabin from scratch. You guys, he built a log cabin in two days, and then he dug an igloo under the ground to stay in for the week. Like, some of them are absolutely absurd, and you're just like, "What are you doing?" And like, it altered our brain chemistry so much mm-hmm. that like all weekend. We could not stop thinking about it to the point where uh, we were setting up the show. We couldn't find our scissors and we were using these horrible scissors that the venue gave us. And Aspen and I were like about to have a meltdown because they quite literally would not cut the like cheap fringe that we hang up every show. Mm -hmm. And Aspen was like, if Luke can cut down an entire log cabin or the trees, I can cut this fringe. Honestly, Luke is the best thing that's ever happened to us. It changed my mentality completely. Yeah. When anything went wrong this weekend, I was like, okay, like this isn't that big of a deal because Luke literally built an igloo and slept in it. But like, it's funny because like he doesn't have to do that. I know, so but like and, like, and that's the part that I think I like is like yeah. he cho- he's so inspirational to me. Like he chooses to just like do all these really cool things that. I don't know. Some people are just really inspiring, and he's one. Like if he was like, I'm gonna force myself to like do this. I feel like it would change it a little in my mind. Like, oh, yeah, he has to do that. Like, it's not as inspirational. Like, when I was cutting that fringe, I was like, he wanted to make an igloo and sleep in it. After he hiked miles to get to his, like, campsite. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, skied. (laughs) Sorry, cross-country skied. skied. Hiked, biked, (laughs) snowmobiled to get to the spot and built an entire igloo. Snowshoed. There's so many possibilities. He does so much. And he has, like, all this, like, he has, like, a portable, like, stove. It's just, you guys need to watch it. He does, like, he made pancakes on a rock. He lit a fire underneath a rock and made pancakes on top. I just really recommend. Like, we were all so in such a positive mindset. Yeah, he also um, lives in Alaska, so there's, like, a lot of different like kinds of environments that he could be in he could Mm. go up in the mountains and be in the snow he'd go to the beach like depending on the time of year obviously but i don't know it's just very entertaining yeah so we started our weekend watching him for hours (laughs) yep and then we went and got italian food which you can see on at taylor pastis on tiktok (laughs) (laughs) just a little shout out and then we went and saw anyone but you again because kendra and rachel hadn't seen it yet and it was just as good the it second time. It was so time. good. God, Honestly, it was better the second time. It's so good. It was so good. 
Um, and then we went to the famous <laughs> dive bar in Little Rock, Arkansas called Brewski's. If you remember, if you've been listening for a while, last time we went to Brewski's, Aspen hadn't flown in yet because she was flying in the next day. And so it was me, Rachel, and Kendra that went to Brewski's. And it's like the only bar within like probably at least a mile radius of this part of Little Rock. And we recently discovered this weekend that the top half is the karaoke bar and they do karaoke Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then there's a lower part that's like a club. So it's like two layers with two different vibes going on. But we went back for karaoke this weekend. Yeah, we didn't go to the club. Absolutely not. It's very like dive bar vibe, which I love. But it's so fun. Yeah. And the people, it was karaoke the whole time we were there, which was so fun. And everyone was an amazing singer. This was not the case the first time we went, though. Like, <laughs> let me preface. Last time we went, it was a Thursday. And it was not. There was not one good singer there. This time I was like, but Little this Rock time, has talent. Half the room were good singers. It was insane. And the good singers kept going back up and, like, doing multiple turns because it was a little bit less busy this time. And it was just, it was shocking. It was so good. It was so fun. And then we went to bed. And then the next day we had our show in Little Rock and it went really well. It was a pajama party. We ate more food, which you can also see on Taylor Fest Eats on TikTok. Yeah. Check out Taylor Fest Eats on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) And that is T-A. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was our one year anniversary of our first show in Little Rock to the day. So we had a pajama party. Um, And if you guys, yeah, if you guys ever want to see like the themes that we do, you can follow us on Instagram at Perfect Night Productions. And it was really fun. And it was a good show. It was a good show. <laughs> um, are we to the, are we, okay. Guys, something not so chill happened this weekend. Oh, it was chill. <laughs> Headphone users beware. It was not chill. It was not so chill. I'm not going to go you into. You guys, something really chill happened this weekend. I'm not going to go into too much detail at this time. Maybe once it's over, because I'm assuming it's going to be over Stop, at some point. Kaya. I mean, let's be serious for a second. It's not going to be. Like, let's be serious. No, I'm not. I am. It's going to be over eventually. No, I'm being serious. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> we can make it in one sentence. Yeah, I won't. I'm not going to go into too much detail just because. It's personal. I'm scared that this person's gonna find this podcast and I don't want that to happen so um I'm just gonna say that for the past year well first of all when we go to venues multiple times like we become friends with the staff yeah we have our like security that like helps us and like keeps everyone safe so like we have to work with them because it's like a lot of times these places that we go multiple times a year it's the same team every time so like a lot of them are friends with like Houston we have a guy that we're friends with like Mm -hmm. there's just like this this happens because you see these people like every couple months and then they remember you so we've been going to Little Rock for a year now and every time we have this like ongoing joke that one of the security guards was in love with me and it was just like this inside joke and it was just like a bit because I talk to him every time we're there however it's not a bit anymore (laughs) in a good way in a good way um Kendra gave him my number this weekend and I've been texting him ever since. And that's all I'm going to say. Mom, don't text me about this. I'm actually begging <laughs> you because I'm not going to give you any details un- until it's time. And it's not time. Anyways. So that's that. <laughs> but the delusion is high. I'm over here like. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was just really funny because I will say, I'm not going to give like any details about him, but I will say it was really funny because after the show, I was like immediately texting him after the show and it was just like the epitome of girlhood because we were all standing around in the kitchen of our Airbnb like screaming over these text messages mm-hmm. and like trying to figure out what to say back and it was just so funny. It's so fun. Like it was I haven't done that in years. Like I literally cannot it's tell literally- you the last time I did something like that. I don't think I've done that since college and even then I don't know that I did it because I was like friends with everyone that I was with. Like I was friends with them first. So like I can't probably like high school like it's I literally so haven't fun. done that in so long. It's literally so. Fun but yeah, to, like, it was really say, fun. Like what should we say? And then you're like, he's typing. No, I mean like we were <laughs> screaming in that Airbnb. It was so funny. I have bruises on my arm from Rachel like, dragging me to the ground because we were freaking out over it so bad. Anyway, it was just really funny. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is like a complete side note. Just gonna get away from the topic because it's personal information that we can't share on the internet. But not yet anyway. Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you better believe I'll put them on blast when it's time. Yeah. Don't worry. We will give updates. Um, but except for, I will say that we were also joking that it's like the perfect Wattpad story mm-hmm. because it's like security guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Security but, guard and pop star. Yeah. Duh. 
right i didn't want to call myself a pop star no. i felt like that was kind Security of conceited pop star <laughs> okay okay but i just wanted to say that if and you guys see say. that story posted anywhere it wasn't us it wasn't us that's just crazy <laughs> i mean it's got to be a trope somewhere i'm sure there's some book about it already yeah if you know one let me know but, <laughs> but. feed my delusion if you guys want to meet your security guard, you could come to Taylor Fest. And so here's where we're coming next. Seattle, January 26th. So that's like three days after you listen to this episode. Yeah. Minnesota, Twin Cities. Me and Kaya will be there on February 3rd. Chicago, February 3rd. Omaha, February 16th. Damn. Des Moines, February 17th. Houston, March 15th. <laughs> Dallas, March 16th. And Lawrence, March 30th. And a little insider tip, there is another Taylor Swift night that's coming to Houston, like, at the beginning of the month. And they are owned by Ticketmaster. I never like to give their name away, but, like, I would just, you know, look at the name of the company that's going no, to I Houston think it's at time. the beginning of the month. And that's who we hate. So It's the Taylor's version party. Anyways, it wasn't me that said that. And I'm going <laughs> to, no, I'm going to keep going. And I'm going to say that because they rebranded to the Taylor's version party after they got canceled because they were all so drunk they couldn't put on the show. So Ticketmaster owns that show. We've heard horrible things about it. We've seen horrible things about it. Please don't support them. And for good karma, come to Taylor Fest. Okay, now we're moving on to our next segment called Obsessive just, Little Me. I'm just, I'm just thinking about all these people that are listening to this and the people that specifically requested updates on my dating life, and they're probably so mad at me for right now for not giving any details about that because that's like the juiciest bit of information. I've I know, ever but had. you, you have to think like this no, is our real life. Like, yeah, like I can't, I can't do it yet, but I, you better believe I will. It's giving when an influencer is like, guys, I'm working on a really fun project. It's, You'll find out in three years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will say we're going back in May um so there will be a big update in may but i'm not gonna unless like something happens between now and may i won't give an update but um i mean i'll probably give updates okay let's be honest it's your life you do every I love yapping. To i'm do. gonna give an update okay but i'm not gonna give any like detail so okay. stay tuned guys and again to my mom please do not text me about this because i'm not gonna give any details thank you you can, she can get the you details. You can tune in every week for the details <laughs> and wait for me to be ready to talk about it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, what are you obsessed with right now? That's a great question, Aspen. Um, <laughs> outdoor boys. <laughs> so true. Um, what else have I been obsessed with? Oh my God, I know. What? Oh, jelly cats. Yeah, she has one right now, Guys, ladies and gents. I bought my first jelly cat in Little Rock, and it's a little acorn with tiny little legs and feet, and he's so cute, and I just love him so much. We'll post a picture on Instagram story. Yeah, he's so cute. He's really cute. Jelly cat, whoever invented jelly cat is raking in money. He can, like, sit somewhere and, like, cross his little ankles, <laughs> and he's just so cute. Like, he's just so poised. I love him. He's really cute. Those are my obsessions. We need to name Emphasis him. on the jelly cat, though. My obsession right now is the Anyone But You soundtrack. That's so valid. I was listening to Unwritten for about 15 minutes today <laughs> on repeat, so I guess that would also be correct. I I don't know. I think the second time that I saw the movie, I realized how much I loved the music. Like the other songs other than Unwritten. Yeah, other yeah. than Unwritten. I mean, Unwritten is obviously like that is the song iconic. Right. Yeah, but like the scoring of this movie is so good. so good. And it's like my exact vibe of like music that I love. Like it's like upbeat and then it gets like a little vibey. My favorite song is <laughs> when they were on the boat dancing yeah and they're like slow dancing together yeah. it's like a choice of on song and i knew that song before yeah and so i was like okay i i like the song like i need to like look up the soundtrack oh my god i listened to it all day today it's so good and it makes me want to like look up other movies and listen to their soundtracks because it's That's like a fun perfect, way to find music if, if we didn't have the burning question segment that would have been the perfect segue <laughs> into this week's episode so true but Time for our burning questions. This is where you guys write in your anonymous comments and concerns and we answer them on the podcast. And you can do so at the link in our bio. Okay. Guys, this one's crazy. This person says. We were screaming about this earlier. Like literally giggling, kicking our feet earlier. This is like what we love to answer. Like this is my dream question submission. So whoever this is, thank you. Hey, I think I need advice, LMAO. As a guy, what's the best way to make a move on a girl without overstepping or being weird? 
I think I like my sister's best friend. She pointed me out to my sister several times when we've been at the same place before she told her I was her brother. She was telling me to go for her a couple months ago, but I was talking to somebody else. Long story short. (laughs) (laughs) Reference. A weird little chuckle. (laughs) Long story short, it was a bad time. Long story short, both of us are single. She's having a Taylor Swift birthday party, but it's a month away and I don't want to wait too long and then show up to that while she's got a new guy there. If I showed up at your party, would you have me? Would you want me? If you write in, we're going to put a soundtrack to your question. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is writing itself. I don't know what you mean. Her and my sister are about to move into a house together, so I feel like that could either be really good or really awkward for me. But I also can't tell if I actually like her or if it's just Taylor Swift, so... I like, you know, cry face. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Thanks for having us at your TED Talk. This is, I again, my dream question. So it's, give me all of the relationship advice questions. This is so fun. Yeah. So he likes a girl, his sister's best friend. First of all, how did you find us? I'm assuming it's yeah. because you like Taylor Swift, but like, this is crazy. First of all, we love you. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. That's wild. Also, I want to say your question of... Do I actually like her or is it just because she likes Taylor Swift is so valid. Yeah, and I felt so that correct. in my entire soul. I feel that every time I talk to someone. Me too. So. But it's a good judge of character. She must be a good person. Also, like, she's your sister's best friend. So, I mean. I feel like I need a little bit more information. Obviously, it seems like your sister's fine with it. Right. So, in a perfect world, like. My best friend's brother is the one for so me. So true. BFB. BFB. And my best friend's brother. My best friend. It sounds brother. like she likes him too because yes. she pointed him out to her, the sister before, before even knowing they were related. So, like, it's mutual. Yeah, like, this needs to happen. So, you have to make a move. I think you need to make a move prior to the birthday party. Yeah. Luckily, they're moving. I wish I knew what the timeline was of them moving in together. Like, are they moving in together before the birthday? It sounds like it. Okay. In that case, I think you should help your sister move. Absolutely. (laughs) And also, I don't think that you could, like, come on to her and be weird or uncomfortable because she already knows you. Yeah. Like, the beauty of, like, the friend-to-lover trope is that, like, it's not uncomfortable or, like, creepy because you already know the person. So Mm -hmm. it's not like you're just going to go up to her and, like, say a random, like, hit line, you know? Yeah, but I do, like, feel like... He doesn't want to make it awkward, though. Yeah, or, like, right. overstep when, like, she's living with his sister. Like, it's kind of family vibes. Like, right. you so could either like fam. You could either immediately make a move, like, while your sister's moving in. Mm-hmm. Or you could play the long game. I would, like, I don't know the timeline of moving in, but I would write this second. If you don't follow her on Instagram or, like, social media, if she has that, do it. And then every time she posts a story, not every time, sorry. Not every time. Let's be serious for a second. The That's next a little time much. she posts a story, swipe up and say something yeah. to the story. And then if that that's if you want to do like immediate move. Yeah. If you want to play the long game, I would say this is the most absurd conversation I think we've ever had. Like when I'm really thinking about what I'm about to say, this is like. I'm scared what you're about to say. Horrible. Like this is the year that we're living in. If you're playing the long game, I think still follow her on Instagram. However, like the occasional story. Uh, I I think because he 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 the birthday party's a month away and right. he doesn't want to wait that long. Right. So I would so say he wants to make the so he wants move. to make the move. Okay. So I would say message her on Instagram like like reply to one of her stories. Wait or till something. there's wait till there's a good one that you can yeah. like swipe up on and say something. Like don't just swipe up to swipe up. Like like don't swipe up and be like hey. Like, yeah, swipe don't up say in hey. response yeah. to something she says. If she posts a picture of like the sunset, be like, oh, that's a pretty. Where is that? Or if she posts, a p- I'm trying to think of like what people post. Post if she posts a picture of like or like a song, like yeah, she, like a song. Taylor Swift. Yeah, then you could like ask her something about the song. God, I say, oh my god, I love podcast. this song. I hope she does. Imagine she's listening to this right <laughs> say- now. <gasps> Recommend our podcast. <laughs> send and then her our podcast. Just, oh my god, send her the link to this episode <laughs> and say. I think you'd question really like question number this episode. one. <laughs> I think you'd really like this episode. Or I think you'd really like this podcast. They always talk about Taylor Swift. And then does she listens sister, and we're like, oh my like, god. Does your sister like Taylor Swift? Because if your sister is like not that big of a fan, it gives you and her like something in common that totally. like doesn't involve your sister. So then you could like I don't know. Yeah. Go off of that. But I would definitely help her move try yeah, to come I think, over a lot but make it known that like you aren't just there for her sister yeah 
or for your sister because that could get kind of yeah like you don't want to get friend zoned yeah so I would definitely like message her on Instagram or TikTok or whatever social media she has or get her phone number like just be bold and ask your sister for her phone number and say hey my sister gave me your number I hope that's okay that's what we did this weekend and it seems to work so yeah (laughs) and that's all you have to say is hey my sister gave me your number I hope that's okay smiley face send and then she's gonna say "Ah!" and text all of her friends and (laughs) And then it's gonna be what should I say yeah except she can't do it with a sister like that's so weird I know, but like she, she probably has other friends. But yeah, no, for sure. But it's just like so funny. She'll be like giggling, kicking her feet, but she can't like tell her roommate and they were roommates. Um, yeah. But please. I definitely think like help move in. And then maybe when you're helping to move in, like help her too. Like, like make sure you help her. Yeah. Like don't just help your sister. Well, obviously help your sister because slay, but like also help her. Yeah. And then be like, hey, do you guys want to go get food after this? Like, after you move and then, like, hang out for the rest of the night. Or you could help her, like, move the furniture in her new room. Like, something specific to, like, her, too. Yeah. And make sure you keep being like, do you need any help? Wow, this is, like, a real love story. I need updates. No, please send in updates. And please send us, like, more info if you need, like, more specific advice. Yeah, I'm so excited about this. Thank you so much for writing in. This is so fun. I'm more excited about this than I am about what happened this weekend. Also, that is so fun that she's having a Taylor Swift birthday party. Yeah, that's such a slay. That's fantastic. You wow. could text her and say, hey, I don't know if you're invited to the birthday party yet, what but you-, you could be like, can I dress up as Harry Styles at your Taylor Swift birthday party? No. You know what you should do? You should send, if she invites him to the birthday, he should send back and just do like the screenshot of the of the part of Betty. when he So I showed up at your party. Will you have me? Will you want me? That's so good. Would you kiss good. me on the... That's so good. In front of all your stupid friends? I hope this relationship progresses to where you can play Betty at the party and like it's real. Oh my God. I need updates so bad. I need this. You have to update us. Yes. Like I need updates. This is so exciting. Love it for you. This is the most exciting thing that's happened to us in months. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next person says it's me. Hi. First of all, I'd like to thank you Aspen for all the shout outs. I appreciate them so much and I'm so happy you love your candles. Okay. Side note. I literally love you. And I didn't realize that you listened to all the episodes. I was just speaking from my heart. So I love your candle so much. <laughs> Secondly, I take no offense to Kaya joking about not getting a candle. <laughs> it made me laugh because I actually have one personalized just for you. I just haven't reached out yet. I know, I know you don't like candles, but hear me out. It's very Kaya. Love you both. You guys are hilarious and make my commute to work a little easier. P.S. NL does stand for New Finland. It's pronounced New Finland, which. If you don't know, this is Afterglow. Ca- Afterglow NL. Yeah. Afterglow NL. And I think you can buy them on Instagram. I'm so intrigued by this candle that is oh supposedly so me. Well, Afterglow is well, so you. Right. So, like, so true. But like what scent brand. is it? I don't know. But mine was unreal. I do have a candle in my room. I just haven't lit it in probably a year. It's the one that smells like Harry Styles. Oh, that adds up. But I do have one. Also, these candles are I'll like I'll replace really, it with this one. These candles are really aesthetically pleasing. So I put mine on my coffee table and it like looks so good. So I'll like put even it on my, I'll replace it, that one with the one that she has specifically for me. Love. And we'll post a picture. But also no rush. I totally understand. I forget things all the time. I, I'm not offended. Don't worry. And thank you so much. We I'm just really you. intrigued as to what this is. <laughs> and thank you for writing because I would have never known that you were listening. That's so funny. Yeah. Also, sorry. I mispronounced Newfoundland. I need to. You said it, and I literally, in my brain was like, "That's not class. correct." But I was, just like, I was it's reading too late. it how it was spelled. <laughs> no, I know, but I was like, "That's not right," because it's like the dog. Yeah, yeah, because they're from there. I'm pretty sure. Okay, the next person says, <laughs> Here's "My random Westminster dog show knowledge." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next person says, "Have either of you watched Big Brother? If so, can you talk about it? I'm currently obsessed. LOL. Tell me if you need a wreck for a season to start on." I have never watched, but my college roommate was obsessed, so I know the general idea. Have you seen this show? No. I do know the general idea, though. I agree. But I heard it's good, so I would love a wreck of a season to start on. Yeah. Sounds good. And then we could talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. And then we also had, like, a few responses that were kind of similar, so we're just going to group this all into one. So a lot of people were writing in being like, January's hard it's draining you feel like you're doing the same thing every day just going through the motions yeah like you're bored and you like want to just like feel joy (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> which like I completely understand this time of year is hard because like you just come out of the holidays things were so exciting and now it's just kind of like hey yeah, you are kind of just going through you're doing like the same thing every day like yeah. you're going to school you're going to work you're you know it's also hard I feel like because at the beginning of the year you're like so pressured to have all these goals mm-hmm. and like change things about yourself and then by the time January like comes to an end you're like this is exhausting yeah and like you are just going through the motions yeah so here's our like a few tips to get out of a rut and that's how we're just going to answer these questions all in one for me personally I sometimes try to change my mindset and I like find peace in like the routine Mm -hmm. and that helps me a lot when I'm like oh god like another day then I'm like okay no I get to like do my routine today and kind of like spin it in a positive way in my mind that's how I like first do it but then if I find myself like doing the same thing every single day I find like little things in each day to look forward to so like whether that's like my favorite podcast comes out on like Tuesdays then I'm like oh my god it's podcast day so I can like go on a walk this morning and listen to my podcast and then like kind of like just change certain things also I like really have been trying to cook lately so I'm like okay today I'll do like my same entire schedule all day I'll like wake up you know go to a yoga class work all day and then I'm like oh my god it's the same day that I lived yesterday but I'm like no I'm gonna cook dinner I'm gonna cook something new or like watch a new show tonight so like using your nights or mornings when you don't have like your obligations to just kind of like change your routine a little if you're not like reaching out to a friend or something I'm just like more speaking as if like it's just you yourself I feel like is helpful just changing like the little things in your week and like thinking about what brings you joy and yeah yeah (laughs) I was gonna say like try to plan something every week that you're excited about whether it's like a podcast like that or like hanging out with a friend like you don't have to go do anything or spend money but like just like one thing that you're looking forward to each week kind of helps the week go by a little bit faster um I used to do this thing on Instagram in 2020 and 2021 while I was living at home and I was really in my wellness era (laughs) And I did this every week and I like posted an Instagram story and asked people to put in like things they were excited about for that week. Yes. And it was really, I need to start doing it again because it was very wholesome. But like it was anything from like they got a new job or like got a good grade. They did well on a test or even just like. Something so small. Yeah. Like I found a snack that I've been looking forward to trying for a while. Like stuff like that. And it's it's just a little thing. It's like really wholesome. And I feel like doing something like that where you're just like Aspen said but like just think finding the things that like bring you excitement and that you look forward to yeah and I feel like when you're feeling like this it's because like nothing big is happening yeah January's so boring so it's hard to be like okay I'm really excited about no this concert that's four months exactly away. like no one's touring in January it's yeah. just like there's nothing going on so yeah just the little things are so important right now like get a jelly cat get a jelly cat Get Go online, look for a jelly cat, buy yourself a jelly Find cat. It really speaks to you. And I'm not kidding you. It brought me so much peace. I put it on my little shoulder and I laid there with my little acorn on my shoulder for a couple hours while I watched Outdoor Boys. And I was just so <laughs> at peace. Like it brought me so much serotonin. And I'm not even saying that in a joking manner. No, totally. Like, find like a, just, find a new thing. To find do. your jelly cat. Yeah. Find your jelly cat. Jelly cat, please sponsor us. <laughs> I would die. Look at Ellie staring at it on my knee right now. Oh my God but yeah just find happiness in the little things there's an influencer that i follow that does buy your own coffee fridays so like every friday she like is like okay this is the day everyone needs to buy their coffee because you made it through the week and everyone's like looks forward to it and posts a cute story find a new book to read find a new show to watch just change if you're if you're in school like if you're a school-age person Mm -hmm. like buy a snack at lunch one day or mm-hmm. like buy your lunch one day instead of packing your lunch yeah or like pack something that you're excited to try like stuff yeah. like that or like wake up earlier and read or like watch a show before you go to school like just change your routine a little bit and I bet you'll find that like you're not just going through the motions you yeah. know so yeah I hope we answered your question everyone that wrote if in you, about that if you don't know what those things are like just sit down and make a list and like <gasps> Make a list of, of things, things that you're that excited you about. Yeah, and like yeah. that bring you joy. I love that. Yeah. I have a book that's like a thousand and fifty things to be happy about. And it's like the smallest little things. It's like walking by a dog. And yeah. it's like these like tiny things in life that I feel like people just take for granted. And like totally. I do too. But yeah. Okay. Last person says, Hello, longtime listener, first time commenter. Wow. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> 
great to hear from you. Thanks for listening for so long, and thanks for writing in. I don't read many books, but when you said Milo Mannheim needs to be in (laughs) the movie version of Better Than the Movies, you get me. (laughs) I immediately purchased to read. I'm excited to hear what you say about this book, and can you please cast the rest of the movie? Okay, this is a great segue into our topic because that's what we're talking about today. First of all, have you read it yet? Because you cannot tell me that Milo Mannheim would not be the perfect Wes. Like he's the perfect Wes. I just that he is Wes. Yeah, and I just. I feel so passionately about this. Um, we're going to get into casting the book, but we're doing our book club episode about better than the movies by Lynn painter this week. So if you guys haven't read it yet, turn this off and go read it or just like turn the volume down and like keep it on. Cause we need the streams. <laughs> First of all, Milo Mannheim as West period. There's no other option unless you have one Aspen, but it's wrong. No. Well, okay. <laughs> Good thing I didn't. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> guys, I love Milo Mannheim so bad. Oh my god, I forgot to tell you guys, I found out he's on Raya. Oh yeah, I haven't found him yet, so there's no update there. I was talking to Leash yesterday, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, this security guard is just like the just a side plot. Please, but the Kaya, same, the same goal remains. Okay. Anyways, the same on. goal remains. Moving on. <laughs> he is the end goal. Moving on. <laughs> Who do you cast as? Liz this is hard Aspen and I were talking about this earlier because we were trying to figure it out and I feel like it needs to be someone who's this doesn't help for like the picturing the person yet we'll get to that but I feel like if this was to be a movie this would need to be someone who was like up and coming that hasn't been in things lately or like hasn't been in a big thing yet yeah like I think this is the chance for like a new actress and a lot of people are saying Sadie Sink but we think that like there just needs to be like someone new yeah and also I'm just not like for those of you who haven't read the book, Liz is like super girly and like loves rom-coms. That's like the whole concept of the book. And she dresses like the rom-com character. So she wears like dresses all the time. And I'm not going to say that that's not Sadie Singh because I don't know her life. But like her characters that she's played, I just like can't picture her that way. They're like more serious. Yeah. Which like she's an incredible actress. I'm sure she could do it. But yeah. in my mind, it's like not who I picture. Right. I picture this girl on TikTok. Her name's Kennedy. I'm sure you guys know her. She's a huge Swifty. And she has like really long red hair. And she. Isn't like, her at like Kitty Lover 666? Yeah. Yeah. And For reference. Because there's a lot of Kennedys out there. So that wasn't very oh, helpful. true. Sorry about that. <laughs> I just like always think everyone has my exact same 40 page. Yeah. I, but she is a Swifty. So you guys probably do know who she is. She's she iconic. She posts Taylor Swift all the time. She's beautiful. I think she was in one of Renee Rapp's music videos. Yeah. I think so too. And I just, like, think she would be literally perfect for this role. Yeah, like, that's who I picture in my brain. Yeah. So. I, yeah. That's who I want. And then. um, Then we have Michael. Okay. I, I think Lucas Till from Hannah Montana think at that time. Okay, at that time, yes. yes. Like, if you're reading the book and picturing it, Lucas Till from Hannah Montana movie. At the time that he filmed Hannah Montana From movie. the Hannah Montana movie. But, like, that's for picturing purposes while reading. Uh, otherwise, I'd, I have no idea. I think. Aspen hasn't watched this yet, but My Life with the Walter Boys. I know that at least four of you listening to this episode right now are like, oh my God, they're going to talk about My Life with the Walter Boys. If you want to talk about it, write in because I would love to talk about it. Obviously, I watched it. I'm the biggest teen drama fan in the entire world. I love that shit. I eat it up every time. I always watch it the day it comes. Like, I'm always on top of it. Okay. So if you want to talk about it, let us know. However, I think that... The one who played the older brother, his name is Noah Leland or something like that. Um, he played Cole, who's the older brother in the show. I think he should play Michael. Amazing. And then the final character that we're casting is Joss. And we think Sophia Wiley should play her. She's from High School Musical, the series. It's, she, it's perfect. She is Joss. Like, that's literally perfect. Okay, I'm going to read a little summary with those characters in mind. Now everyone can kind of picture the book. If you haven't read the book yet and you don't like reading and you like listening to our podcast, thanks for sticking around. Here's a summary so you know what we're talking about. Perpetual daydreamer Liz gave her heart to Michael a long time ago, but her cool, aloof, forever crush never really saw her before he moved away. Now that he's back in town, Liz will do whatever it takes to get on his radar and maybe snag him as a prom date, even befriend Wes Bennett. The annoyingly attractive next-door neighbor might seem like a prime candidate for romantic comedy fantasies, but Wes has only been a pain in Liz's butt since they were kids. Pranks involving frogs and decapitated lawn gnomes do not 
do not a potential boyfriend make. Yet somehow Wes and Michael are hitting it off, which means Wes is Liz's in. But as Liz and Wes scheme to get Liz noticed by Michael so she can have her magical prom moment, she's noticed to discover that she likes being around Wes. And as they continue to grow closer, she must re-examine everything she thought she knew about love and rethink her own ideas of what happily ever after should look like. So to give some more detail here, Liz is like obsessed with rom-coms, like obsessed. And she like thinks that every relationship needs to be like a rom-com, which like same. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, (laughs) I feel really personally attacked by this book. I'm going to be so honest with you. Um, Like the first couple chapters, every time I read something about her, I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Okay. Um, But she is like obsessed with rom-coms. She grew up watching rom-coms with her mom and then her mom dies. Uh-huh. And then she has like a stepmom and she again like goes through this thing where she's like been arguing with Russ, Wes her whole life. And then Michael moves back and he hasn't been there since they were kids. And then she wants to win over Michael, but Michael still sees her as a kid. So Wes is like, okay, I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll tell him I'm into you. Well, they, they've been arguing about a parking spot this whole time. Like that's what their big argument is about. So she offers him up the parking spot in return for him helping her. Cause they're Michael. neighbors. Yeah. And there's only one parking spot for whatever reason. And um, so he's helping her. And then it gets to the point where, like, Michael still sees her as a kid. So Wes is like, oh, well, to have him see you not as a kid, I'll tell him I like you. So that way I can, like, talk you up without it being, like, obvious that I'm trying to set you guys up. And then you just show you're not interested. And then we'll move on. And then Michael can swoop in. And that's the plan. Yeah. But it doesn't go that way. Spoiler alert. doesn't go that I'm way. I'm sure everyone already knows what happens. I don't even know why we need to say spoiler no, that's, I feel like that's the pr- that's all you need to know. But um, but this book is the perfect book to movie adaptation potential. Like the yeah, every single chapter starts off with a quote rom-com from quote. a rom com yeah. that like kind of describes the chapter, which was my personal favorite part of the book. It's so good. And then she even she's obsessed with movie soundtracks. Like mm-hmm. she is obsessed. That's like her whole thing is that she's obsessed with movie soundtracks. So every chapter she like talks about what she's hearing in her brain while things are happening. So like the soundtrack is written. Yeah. She wrote the soundtrack herself. And I will tell you what it is. Oh, I forgot it's in the book. Yeah. It's at the end of the book. Um, someone like you, Van Morrison, paper rings, Taylor Swift, lovers, Anna of the North, ocean eyes, Billie Eilish, bad liar, Selena Gomez, public service announcement, Jay-Z up all night, Mac Miller, how would you feel? Ed Sheeran. Hello, operator. The White Stripes. Paradise. Bozzy. Yeah. Sabotage. BC Boys. Feeling All Right. Joe Cocker. Someone Like You. Adele. Monkey Wrench. Foo Fighters. Bella Luna. Jason Mraz. Forrest Gump. Frank Ocean. Electric. Alina Baraz. Kiss. Tom Jones. Enter Sandman. Metallica. Death with Dignity. Suvange Stevens. We Are Young. Fun. New Year's Day, Taylor Swift, River, Joni Mitchell, and Paradise Bozzy. If you still are listening and you have now decided that you want to read this book, I will understand and you can turn this off because that <laughs> like playlist is like perfect. The author like really had so much fun writing this book, you could tell, because like she had like the quotes and then the music and you could tell she just like saw it in her mind like as a movie. Like she wrote it as a rom-com. Yeah. Like obviously there's rom-com books, but this is a rom-com. Like yeah. this will be the perfect movie adaptation if they ever do it. So now that you have the soundtrack, the characters, we're ready for the movie. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, they're also making a sequel to this in the fall called Nothing Like the Movies. And it's about Wes and Liz again. So I think it's like them like probably in college or something because they're seniors in this book in high school. And so I think they're going to do like it's going to be like a break up, get back together whatever yeah. situation. But I'm very excited because this book is like so per- I just love this book. It's such an easy read where like if you are in a reading slump, you should read this because yeah. it's just like so easy to get into and it's so easy to finish. It's and then quick. you're like, okay. Yeah. Or it's like a not palette anything cleanser. Heavy. Yeah, it's a good palette cleanser. Yeah. yeah, it was it was so cute. It's just like a very cute it's perfect. It's it very makes cutesy. You, it's like giggle kick your feet while yeah. you're reading it. Like sometimes stuff happens and I'm like just like hee hee. Yeah. Like at first, I didn't like it. Like, I did not like it, but I was just kind of like, uh, like another romancy book. But then, like, the character development is good. And it is. the way that she, like, incorporates details, like, with the rom-coms, it just, like, feels real. Yeah. And so I really liked it as it went on. And, like, I really liked the end. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's really good. Yeah. It's just a fun little book. 
the only thing that made me annoyed was like how mean she was to her best friend but you know yeah she doesn't handle things well but we have to remember her mom died i know i know and i kept so, like, like reminding like, myself that because like her she, reasoning she is was really like good. so mean to her best friend and i'm like okay like you're being so mean and her best friend's just trying to be there for her like yeah she's a high school girl of course but like i i like completely like yeah understand the reasoning and everything but like yeah yeah. she just didn't handle things the best way she needed to there was some parts where i was like dude and also it was like kind of like um anything but or anyone but you where Kendra was saying, like, if they would have just talked to each other, yeah. like, none of this would have happened. But that's literally every rom-com ever. I know. Like, they, their communication is always their downfall. I know. And I think the other reason that I didn't, like, love this book starting off is because I don't usually like when it's, like, they're not friends and then they love each other. Yeah, I love enemies to lovers. That's, like, my least favorite, I think. But this one I actually, like, did enjoy. So, maybe... Because they were, like, enemies, but they weren't, like, enemies. Yeah, they weren't, like... Like, they played together as kids still. Exactly. They were just, like... Like, I really don't like they the just books liked making that fun are, of like... Each, like, they just picked on each other. Yeah, it was, like, more cutesy and flirty. Yeah. From the outside. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm going to read some, like, book club questions. Then we can just, like, talk about the book a little. That's so funny. I didn't know you didn't like Enemies to Lovers. No, I, I like, annoys me. But that makes me. sense. I love my it. Favorite my favorite is favorite trope ever. when people are dating, like, Happy Place. Yeah. That's my favorite. Second when they're like, romance. Yeah, that's my favorite. I just love Enemies to Lovers. I hate Enemies to Lovers because it just, like, I think about people that, or like. Or fake dating. I love a fake dating. I like fake dating. I like fake dating. I like when it's enemies to lovers and fake dating. That's so this book. This book. <laughs> oh my God. I think fake dating is what made me like this book. If it was just enemies to lovers, I would probably have yeah. just been like, this is. I love it enemies to lovers. It just seems so, it's so unrealistic to me that like the, the characters hate each other so much that I start to like not want them to be together. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, you guys hate each other. Just leave each other alone. Like there's that's what my mind love, goes to. There's a fine line between love and hate. I know. As they I say know. in anyone but you. I know. But also anyone but you. Yeah, there was like they, they started liked as each a other. romantic. Yeah, yeah so and it's then they like, turned into enemies. I just hate when it's like they're enemies yeah. to the core. Yeah. And then they just suddenly fall in love. I'm like, this could never happen. And you it shouldn't know. happen. <laughs> oh my God. You never know. <laughs> okay. The first question. How did you feel about Liz's initial infatuation with Michael? Do you think her perceptions of love were realistic? <laughs> Um, I don't think her perceptions of love are realistic, but that's how my brain works. So I, I hear her. I, I see her. Her perceptions of love were, she just like romanticizes everything. Yeah. Which I think that can be realistic, but I just don't, I think she put it all on Michael without yeah. even knowing him. And that's what was unrealistic. She was like second chance at romance trope. True. Here I come. The story almost changed. Yeah. I thought like her, I didn't like have any problem with like her perception of love though. Like I thought that was cute and fun no. to read. Yeah. But like how she immediately was obsessed with him. Like I was kind of I think like, it's just because she had like already, cause they mentioned she dates people in the book. So like she had already tried with other people at her high school. So yeah. when she saw that he was back, she was like, she's like, thank God this is my chance. True. And with, I think with prom two weeks away, she was like pressured to make it go faster. So I think that's why she was like latching on that aggressively. 100%. Um, okay, question two. Liz is heavily influenced by romantic comedies. How do you think media and culture shape our expectations of love? Oh, the, I mean, personally. <laughs> they have this shaped book is so personal entire, to you. No, it is. It's really personal to me. <laughs> the more I read these she questions. She has a cat. Like, I can't, I cannot express this enough. The only difference is her wardrobe. <laughs> um, but I think that media, like, really makes a difference. Because there's just, like, I mean, like, between music and movies and especially like people our age like we grew up with the old Mm rom-coms from like the 90s and the 80s and then we have all of the like recent rom-coms that are like silly and fun and now there's shows and now everyone's really into rom-com books and it's just like we're constantly being fed it Mm -hmm. so it's hard to not want that yeah it makes me think about when i saw high school musical and then i went to high school and i was like mine was camp rock yeah and i saw camp rock and i said how the fuck do i fall in love with this yeah celebrity? and then you go to high school and you're like this is everything's fake and then i thought i was gonna run into a celebrity every time i walked outside and that they'd fall in love with me did that happen no i think like not yet it, milo no. manheim oh my god <laughs> and this is a perfect example of the answer to that question <laughs> i'm literally 
in the middle of a rom-com right now and i'm like but my love no literally <laughs> camp rock really altered my brain chemistry like i'm not kidding i think camp rock is the whole reason i am the way that i am that actually makes so much sense yeah <laughs> um personally i think comedian culture <laughs> shape our expectations of love a lot obviously just judging by kaya um <laughs> i feel like we've answered that question <laughs> yeah um i actually actually have like heard i was listening to a podcast the other day and the someone like wrote into their podcast and they were like i need to stop reading romance books because i like i'm starting to hate my husband because he's like not doing like the yeah. little things no yeah that's 100 i get the ick now so fast and because I, i'm like this is how you should be yeah i think that's like extremely detrimental <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna keep doing it though but um what did you think of liz's character development throughout the book did you feel it was solely tied to her romantic life or did you perceive other areas of growth oh let me just tell you that girl had the greatest character her development. character development is what kept me in this book yeah because at first i like really didn't like her like <laughs> i i liked her as like a person but like she was so right after me being like i relate to this no character. no her like her inner thoughts yeah i liked yeah it was when she acted like she wasn't acting the way she was thinking literally yeah like she would like think something and then do the exact opposite of it and it would just annoy me so bad and then she would like if she would have just told joss that she didn't want to go dress shopping because of her mom wasn't there like so much would be avoided i only know this because i haven't finished rereading it so i'm like only in the first section but she does mention at the beginning that she like really didn't become that super close with joss and like Joss knows her mom died, obviously, but, like, she never talked about how it made her feel with Joss before. Yeah. So, like, I think that's what was holding her back from that. And, like, I I get it. But then, like, she lied to Joss the entire book. Yeah, the lying was really unnecessary. She lied to everyone. Well, I think she could have continued lying about the fact that she was trying to get Michael. But I think she could have been honest about the fact that she was hanging out with Wes, you know? Like, I get why she lied about the Michael thing, because she knew that Joss would judge her for it. But then, like, at the end of the book, like, she finds out and she's like, cool and then well, she's like why the heck did you lie but like the whole time joss is like you need to like stop th- like you know like the very beginning she's like talking about how she's well, like let go she kind of has a point i know but i mean like of course she's not going to tell her about michael if that's how she's acting yeah, yeah, towards yeah, yeah, her yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. i just like like i wouldn't either I god she but it <laughs> i have so many thoughts about this it wasn't like is this how you feel when i try to explain to you why i stop talking to people yes <laughs> I, it just like no 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 it it's not like that it's not like that aspen is jaws and i am Liz. <laughs> it's more so like there wasn't any like good parts of her and joss's friendship yeah it was like very forced i feel like it, yeah it was literally just like she hates joss and joss was just wanted to be her friend and so that's what like made me so annoyed i was like stop lying to this girl like it's fine if you lie like whatever but like there could it's be one scene of them like being happy together yeah like i think she should have been honest about like when she was dipping out on shopping to say that she got another shift and then Joss found her in the mall with Wes, like, I think she could have been, like, just straight up, like, I'm hanging out with Wes. Yeah. I can't. There was another book. I can't. All of my books that I read, like, blend together. But there was another book that's very similar to this where it was, like, this girl and she had her friends and then she was, like, dating this guy, but the friends didn't like the guy. But there was, like, character development scenes with the friends and her that were, like, they were hanging out after school and, like, it just seemed more like realistic when this I just like hated their friendship. Right. And that annoyed me. Anyways, back to the question. The character development definitely got better because she like opened up. She opened up and she also just kind of like had a lot of self-reflection towards the end of the book and she was like, "Oh, yeah, I've been like really mean to every single person in my life." <laughs> yeah, like her stepmom. Yeah, which like I all Again, aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah i just like thought her character development was not even like about her romantic life it was like about everything else but also it's funny because the way she describes Wes through the whole book because again i'm only in like the first third of it rereading but i've read the whole thing before but when she's describing him like the things that he does like physically are like so obvious that he likes her exactly and she explained like she says what he's doing but she like doesn't process exactly even though she's so obsessed with rom-coms i'm like girl 
he's doing everything he's staring at your outfit and grabbing their sweatpants so they don't fall off of your body this is a rom-com like he's doing everything the rom-com and that's also what bugged me is like he's doing everything that she like wishes would happen to her and she just completely is like i'm sorry but the the very beginning when she goes to the party with wes to like start to talk to michael like when they first make the arrangement and he puts his pants and she gets puked on and she puts his clothes on this is the last scene i read so it's like very yeah like aggressive in my mind right now but she puts his clothes on and they're too big and he gets like immediately protective of her as soon as michael sees her tattoo and he grabs her like pants so they don't fall down and he's like liz's fo- clothes are about to fall off we need to go girl that is quite literally like he did everything the rom-com yeah that's the rom-com of it all right there and there's another scene what are you doing a basketball girl. hits her face and breaks her oh my nose. god that's the part that i'm at right now and he also like protects her and there's just so many things and like that's what you wanted this whole time yeah and also like you're just so obsessed with michael i know and this i'd like to think that if i was in this scenario yeah i would like to think that if i was in this scenario i would immediately be like michael and be with us yeah yeah that is what like i think was But that's also because i love an enemies to lovers so that'd be so great for me i'd be so happy (laughs) (laughs) she didn't like enemies to lovers (laughs) she didn't i'm pretty sure she says in the book it's her least favorite trope oh my god yeah well it came true because i again i'm at the beginning so i like it's all fresh in my brain yeah the book made several references to classic romantic comedies. Do you find this endearing or distracting? No, I loved it. Me too. It was my favorite part. Fa- it's, it was so it well done. so much to the book. Like she compared it to scenes throughout. She put those little quotes at the beginning of each chapter. She put the soundtrack in and all of the songs are from, well, except for Paper Rings and New Year's Day, but like Slay. Yeah. Great choices, Um, obviously. But she like put them all in perfectly. Like it all yeah. just made so much sense. Well, it's literally made to be book, a rom-com. Towards the end of the book when they're at the prom and everyone's slow dancing and she went with Michael and Wes is with the other girl. Oh yeah. New Year's day is playing. Yeah. And she, they like say it in the book. They're like, she's like, I heard Taylor Swift over the speakers. And then it's like, please don't. Yeah. It's perfectly written. Become a stranger. Yeah. That part and was, I was like, like wow, so satisfying. I feel seen. <laughs> um, yeah. I loved it. Okay. Last question. If you could change one thing about the story, what would it be and why? Well, we know Aspen. Yeah, we already know mine. She'd be nice to her friend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. I think it makes sense for like what it is. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'd change anything about, I don't know. The like actual storyline, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't either. If anything, I Was think it I would. frustrating? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love how she's into rom-coms. I think the, if I had to change something, this is a big if, I don't think I would change anything like unless I absolutely had to like there's a gun to my head and I have to change something about this book and it would be the fact that she's like not that she's obsessed with rom-coms but that she's like dressing in the way of the rom-com just because it's kind of feels like forced like I'm not like other girls kind of yeah and then when the makeover scene happens and he makes her like other girls like that's just yeah okay like fine we love a makeover scene at a rom-com so that had to be in there but it's just like the like not like other girls thing that i'm like okay like you're not like other girls but you are obsessed with rom-coms and then for some reason every girl in this book isn't obsessed with rom-coms except I know, for every her girl in this book hates hates movies like what is <laughs> like what do you mean it's so weird it's kind of unrealistic yeah like i that's you know what no i take that back i wouldn't change her like wardrobe i would just change the, the fact that every other it. person in this book hates rom-coms except for her and wes even though wes says he doesn't like rom-coms yeah just unrealistic yeah like even her stepmom at the end of the book they like watch a movie together and she's like i thought you hated rom-coms like, like everyone hates rom-coms in this book except for her and i'm like what world are you living yeah, in like what most people love a rom-com <laughs> i know it's so weird but yeah um also i this has not this has nothing to do with changing because i already know what your answer is so i feel okay. like we can move on okay um but i had to say this because i told leash yesterday that we were doing an episode on this book and she's the one that referred it to me when i read it the first time and she was telling me and she was like oh my god it's my favorite reverse betty august james <gasps> love triangle wow. because yeah yeah because she is james like liz is james in the scenario wow. and then august is michael and betty is wes and joss is inez yeah <laughs> yeah wow yeah. that's great i know she said that and i was like oh my god you're so right it is like a betty love triangle situation i love that yeah so i just want to put that out there because i know we all love taylor swift so they all like it all comes back to taylor swift at yeah, the end of the day swift, especially when there's two of her songs in the soundtrack so true 
Well, that's all the questions. Let's hope they make a movie out of this soon because I need it. I feel like they definitely will. It's very much giving like Summer I Turned Pretty. Like when I was reading the book, it's like, so much more well written than Summer I Turned Pretty. The public will eat this up. Yeah. Like it will do numbers for any streaming service. Like, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Soundtrack's just, already it's there. The perfect. We don't even need to make our own movie. Yeah. But that's it. I hope you guys loved the book as much as we did. It's kind of similar to Prom Pact, if you will. Oh. The I movie. I saw that. With my little man. I'm on Disney Plus. No. I've talked about it so many times. I know. I you think I've never it. seen it. You I need know. to watch it. Okay. It's so good. Wait, maybe I have. I can't so remember. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. I need to watch. It's yeah. it's also similar. Like, it has the same vibe. Not the same storyline, per se. All those movies are, like, the same. But it's the vibe is perfect all the boys i love which is why milo will be such a good wes like he's just he is wes and the thing i've noticed about milo manheim because apparently you guys love him too so i'm gonna say this he always plays like the same character but just like in slightly different fonts in each project that he does Mm. every single like he's always goofy and like silly and Mm -hmm. charming and he's like that in every single one even when he was in fucking journey to bethlehem i watched a couple clips on tiktok and it's literally just him (laughs) it's just him like he's just playing himself that's and it's so funny that is funny but that's why i think he'd be perfect for wes like it's just it's perfect love yeah um that's it it's i need the people that produced to all the boys love before yeah to make this yeah because that movie was so well done yeah or the summer i turned pretty yeah or the summer I turned pretty. like if it's gonna be on netflix that's the team we need yeah however if it's gonna be on prime that's the team we need i think i would prefer a movie i would too i don't think it needs to be a show yeah like i don't think they could drag this out long enough to it's literally written to be a perfect movie like it's perfectly a movie it's better than the movies it is and then we're gonna have the second one nothing like the movies i'm so excited i'm so excited (laughs) okay i think that's it you have anything else to add? Nope, that pretty much covers it. Okay. Well, thanks guys for listening. Ellie's staring at you right now. No, I know Ellie's been staring at me for like the past 10 minutes. <laughs> I think she wants me to leave. <laughs> you need to leave. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Burning the Disco Down Pod and TikTok at Burning the Disco Down. And don't forget to follow Taylor Fest Eats and Perfect Tonight Productions and come to Taylor Fest so you can meet your security guard lover <laughs> trope. Or us. Or us. And with that, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>